When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Justin Jolly uh, is not going to visit. Why? I have a theory that I want to jump into. We mentioned Seton. His announcement was coming. Maybe you know where he's going by the t- time you watch this video. So we're going to focus on other cats. But let's focus on Justin Jolly, the tight end, the commit, uh, the tight end out of uh, Connecticut that will not visit. He could have rode down with my son who's coming from UMass, but he's not going to do that. Uh, by the way, happy birthday, Trammel, who doesn't watch the program. But Justin Jolly will not visit. I have a theory, and I've covered recruiting for more years than I care to admit, uh, a name to keep an eye on, and I've not heard anyone bring it up. How about Bauer Sharp, uh, a sophomore tight end from southern Louisiana, He has received a scholarship offer from Alec Ablin, according to Go Balls 24-7 and our friend Ryan Callahan, and he will uh, visit the weekend of December the 15th. So since December the 4th, Josh Heupel has a better feel for how many scholarships he has to give because he sits down with anywhere from potential returning seniors to guys that he wants to go ahead and cruise on out of the program. And he has an idea. So even though we're just a couple of days into this transfer portal window, I think numbers are getting tight. Um, I, I, and I think that you just tell Jolly, hey, we're good. Also, I think tight end is going to be a position of strength with uh, Ethan Davis. Uh, they have to replace Jacob Warren. And I understand that. But I think the tight end position with Ethan Davis will be will be solid. They need another McAllen Castles like he came in this year to step in. And that might very well be the Bauer kid, but that just makes way too much sense to me, Caleb. Yes. And also there's two types of tight ends in Josh Heupel's system. There's the physical overwhelming presence. And then the guy that's almost a receiver, almost like a Rob Gronkowski receiver type. So Jason, uh, uh, Jacob Warren was the physical overwhelming presence, right? By the way, you and I are the only ones that call him Jacob. He told me the other day, he said, everybody calls me Jay or Jake. So it's you and me. And maybe his parents. Okay. Well, <laughs> I call my little brother Jake, so I get it. His name's Jacob, and he likes to be called Jake. Um, but so Jacob Warren is the physical blocking tight end. And McCallan Castles, I think, was more the receiving tight end. Justin Jolly is a all but a receiver. He's 6'3, 215. Okay, so he's basically a slow receiver. If we really want if we if it really boils down boils down to it. And with Ethan Davis, why do you need Justin Jolly? Because Ethan Davis, I think, has like 20 pounds on him and is probably faster. So yeah. <laughs> it's um, Ethan Davis, I've been told, is one of the freakiest athletes on the roster. Um, and and once they mold him a little bit, he's he's going to be 
he's going to be, I think, really, really good. And I haven't heard one negative thing about him. Um, uh, recruiting coverage today brought to you by our friends at the Hemp House, the premier hemp dispensary online. It was a wide variety, great selection, and strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in CBD or Delta products. Hemp House Chat with two T's.com. Hemp House Chat with two T's.com. Support our sponsors. That's why we're here. Also, Tennessee has offered MTSU defensive tackle Marley Cook. Uh, I was reported on Monday that Cook. Plan to enter the transfer portal and has lined up visits at Miami and Ohio State. So here's a guy you would think would be natural just to come to Tennessee. But if he's getting interest from Miami and Ohio State, this could be a bidding war. Six foot two, 298 pounds. Uh, I'm not hearing anything yet on him, but I do think this feels a little bit, and I'm not knocking him. I think uh, it feels a little like Dante Thornton in that it's a bidding war. And then Tennessee has to decide if they want to spend that type of cash. Yeah, they do. Um, and you don't know what you're going to get with Marley Cook coming from the lower level. I think, look, the production was there. And I think even, but the, the hard part with defensive tackles, Dave, at smaller levels is that's where the that's where the talent gap reduces significantly is in the trenches. So if you're a semi-good division one if you're a power five caliber defensive tackle even as a backup you can blow up every play at group of five level college football right because the the, the play is just so significantly worse in the trenches no that's that's true i would i would want to see his quicks um you know i he, he had 19 tackles for a loss 10 and a half sacks but you're right you don't know how the level of competition affected that but i, th I think that um yeah, I've had to predict he ends up in Tennessee because he's he's nearby, but I don't have a great fit for that. Good news for uh, two UT commits that were invited to the Army All-American game, Boo Carter and Bennett Warren, and still resonating the Boo Carter conversation we had with Stephen Hargis of the Chattanooga Times Free Press. Boy, if, if you haven't seen that video, go back and watch it, but finish this one first. And that is that Boo Carter is absolutely not what you would have thought of a prospect 10 years ago. And that's a guy who visits other schools and switches high schools during his time um, uh, before college. You worry about this is a guy that, according to Stephen Hargis, has nothing to worry about. And then what are your thoughts on uh, Bennett Warren, a Tennessee commitment, before I throw some other recruiting news at you? Um, Bennett Warren, uh, committing to play in the army bowl is actually a good sign for Tennessee. That is somebody that Tennessee really needs, uh, in their class. Um, we talk about Tennessee in the trenches a lot, and he is a very elite tackle prospect. Dave, he's only a four star, but we're talking Darnell Wright potential. I mean, at six, seven, three thirty, And so, you know, we're, this is now again, he comes out of Texas. We and I, you and I talked about it yesterday. Texas recruits, for some reason, always underachieve at the college level. And I saw a comment yesterday. The working theory on this, Dave, is because the high school coaching in Texas is so good, you re they're rated based on potential, but what's not realized is they've already reached their potential a lot of times in high school coming out of Texas. And so the upside is not usually what you think it's going to be, which I haven't thought about that, but that makes a lot of sense. Now... Boo Carter, it's funny. The only one that's official is Bennett Warren in the Army All-American Bowl. We're saying Boo Carter because Boo Carter tweeted that he received an invite, but there's actually no proof that he received an invite from the other end. If you go to the 247 Sports 2024 Army Bowl participants, Boo Carter's name's still not on there. 
but it's yeah. Maybe he needs yeah. NIL money. <laughs> or he wants some army gear. Uh I don't that that is very odd to me. Why unless they want to announce it. Listen, I've been a part of a lot of these all-star games and they're so orchestrated as to when people announce and how they announce and during the broadcast or before nothing would would really surprise me um as far as that goes um but but after talking to steven but after talking to stephen hargis who i respect i i'm I'm gonna trust boo carter yeah my my only thing on this is even if he is only two army all-american bowl participants i was looking at the numbers yesterday Dave, there's like 15 schools that have at least two participants in the Army Bowl. And you're talking Georgia has like 10, Ohio State has seven, Alabama has five, a bunch of them have three. If Tennessee is going to be where it needs to go, I know we talk about hypo at development, but don't they need like at least like four in recruiting classes in the future, Army Bowl participants, if they're really going to get to where they need to go? Uh, the record, I think, I think it still stands, ironically, was Tennessee and Iowa both with eight one year that I covered that deal. Um, okay. I think that I think that's still the record. So well, yeah, I think Georgia broke it. <laughs> yeah, probably. And but yeah, also have to remember that you, you have a situation in in which you have two All Star games, and I think kids are a little bit smarter now. Why risk injury for that?